Welcome to the Bacon Games Podcast, your source for the latest from the MLB and the NFL. Let's get started with your host, Jesse. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Bacon Games Podcast. I'm joined with, I want to say, third or fourth time guests around, Jonah and Josh of the JJ Talks Podcast. What's up, guys? How you doing? Yeah, that sounds about right. Doing pretty good. <laughs> it really doing does. Well. Glad to be back. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to have you guys on. It was a fun podcast we recorded yesterday. I had a good-ass time. Um, I still, you know, if, if you listen to the JJ Talks Podcast, you'll know that there was a uh a picker or a random random generated picker and i still maintain that that picker is going to be more right than me or at least at least me so yeah it really is because it's like it's like realistically it might not get the big ones right but it's definitely gonna get like freaking uh miss trubisky or teddy bridgewater right they're gonna get all the like yeah. low level yeah exactly can literally go anywhere yep yep exactly i i think that's probably what's gonna happen and i'm gonna look uh Real bad at that. But anyway, let's get into this uh, this fantasy football podcast. It'll be the last one of this season. Um, so that's fun uh, and yeah, a little depressing in a way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I wouldn't have it any other way, guys. You guys are great guests. Love having you guys on. We talk a lot, which is good. I'm <laughs> happy about that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, this has been a pretty crazy season, uh, you know, even without COVID and stuff like that. But um, do you guys have any, like, big takeaways from this year? You know, it could be anything, like, fantasy or non-fantasy-wise. I don't know if I'll, I'll just pick. You can just go first, Jonah. Just hit me first. Um, I don't know about big takeaway, but I will say that I'm somewhat surprised we made it here. Um, given, <laughs> like, I mean, I know other sports have been able to make their own success, but even the fact that they were kind of more bubbled, I guess, not so much, like, I mean, baseball was kind of bubbled, especially when they got to the playoffs. NBA was bubbled. And the NFL was like, nope, we're not going to make a bubble. And we're even going to let fans in the stands for certain games. And honestly, I was very concerned that COVID was really going to start canceling games. And I mean, credit to them. They were able to make it work. They were able to get us a full season. And now we're all the way to the Super Bowl. So I'm just kind of surprised that we got here, but I'm glad we did. Yeah, I mean, I, I can echo that for sure. I mean, we, we did have, like, some movements in the schedule, but, like, it wasn't anything like baseball, you know, where it was, mm-hmm. like, uh, ridiculous <laughs> um, and, like, switching all the games and anything. We did have some outbreaks, though, that I feel like that's true, but nothing that, like, really screwed with us, which is kind of great. Yeah, I mean, that's that's probably a, a pretty impressive takeaway. I mean, they're going to fans of the Super Bowl, but I think they'll have to be, like, inoculate, inoculated, right, or something? Something yeah. weird like yeah, that, something right? like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would yeah. say that it didn't affect anyone except for the Steelers for for the most part, because <laughs> it kind of seemed like every week it was like, when's the Steelers game when that happened? Yeah, yeah, um, that is true. I feel like, yeah, the Steelers did get screwed around, and that was when they were winning too, when they were like, on like what twelve games in a row or something. So, yeah, I mean, I yeah, it probably uh, helped that they had that buy in what was it week four when it happened. Yeah, yeah, they had to switch it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was something weird, but yeah, I mean, you know, I never thought they were gonna win anyway, so I don't think it screwed them too much. But yeah, I mean, it, it was pretty crazy. I am just continually surprised. <laughs> I, I will say that. Um, if I had to do like a takeaway, I, I feel like it would probably be in the lines of COVID. Um, and I mean, even even if we're talking about the Steelers too, I I was just surprised that the Steelers even got to twelve wins this year. I had them as a six and ten team coming into the year, probably one of my biggest misses. Um, and that was probably my biggest, like, 
like crazy thing from the season that happened to me, at least, you know, I, I love my preseason predictions and stuff, but getting that kind of wrong and getting that so messed up was surprising for me. Cause I, th- I think we saw a lot later in the season, how stuff was, you know, um, how the Steelers specifically were just not not that good, um, even with like a pretty dynamic offense and a very good defense. Uh, even the defense did get hurt. I will realm that, but you know, I just I, I kind of felt like that was a pretty big surprise for me at least because I feel like they could also you know next year be like a six and ten team. I still feel like that's possible for them. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you guys feel any certain way about that. <laughs> um, for the Steelers though, I mean, yeah. I, okay, so we we all we had our own preseason predictions things and when we did like a whole breakdown during the summertime and then our own finals one and i ended up switching in our final predictions the browns over the steelers and that was obviously you know a stupid idea and <laughs> it was just the fact of you know what big ben just came off of like uh what a baseball surgery pretty much and some really didn't really feel comfortable with that and you know thankfully the yeah. the afc north had a really positive schedule that helped out but uh yeah i definitely didn't think that steelers were going to be uh, I guess record-wise at the end would show up like as good as it was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's Our biggest point. miss actually was between uh, uh, both John and I both missed on the Rams just because of the fact that they literally didn't really add anything to the O-line, which was a big issue the previous season. Didn't really do anything defensively. There's just hardly any changes at all other than uh, what Cam Akers and then uh, again they get a uh, Van Jefferson too. And mm-hmm. outside of that, it was just you know, a whole lot of nothing. It was just you had to completely rely on betting that uh, Sean McVay or the staff was going to like change the scheme or whatever. And I was just going off, well, they didn't really add anything, so I'm not sure what to expect. And I had them going under 500, and uh, <laughs> that was another big mess. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's interesting, though. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I had the Browns. One of my bull predictions was like Browns winning the division, winning 13 games or like 12 games or something like that. And they got 11, which felt good, but outside of that, whatever. Um, did you guys have anything else uh, about some big takeaways besides the COVID stuff? Um, just personally, uh, I just yeah. like just to reinstate, like quarterbacks are like the way to go, and uh, quarterbacks come out of college right now, uh, they're expected to perform NFL ready, like not exactly be NFL ready, but they're expected mm-hmm. to at least be uh, sustainable throughout the season. I mean, uh, we're we're already talking about Tua potentially not being a Miami Dolphin, and you know, no matter what you like, think of it or whatever, I know. I know. Yeah, it's absurd yeah. and all because yeah. no, you know, I, different yeah. players have different growing times and stuff, but mm-hmm. the expectations for quarterbacks coming out of the uh, college football, especially uh, from uh, a program like Alabama, I'm not True. saying that they produce like fantastic quarterbacks or anything, but they're, they consistently put out players that are ready to play in the NFL. And I would think that too was probably the, the biggest like quarterback prospect to cover Alabama since what a, uh, uh, God, I can't remember. So you might have to correct me. Don't above AJ McCarron. Was, was am I correct? Like other than that, no one really else. And then now we're gonna have Mac Jones coming into this draft. So, um, I mean, that, I guess that was kind of kind of like a more like a, of like a Tua thing. But like um, we, we've seen rookie quarterbacks come in, and it really depends on the coaches where you end up yet. And because uh, we saw Justin Herbert, you know, we mm-hmm. saw him come from from come from Oregon. He just kind of inaccurate and everything, much like uh, Josh Allen, kind of. And then he obviously had a fantastic season. But, you know, he ended up in Los Angeles, which had a plethora of weapons, you know, to play with. And uh, I'm not going to say, like, fantastic coaching or anything, but uh, they didn't really have, like, a whole lot to play for. It's just kind mm-hmm. of just like, uh, look, you're the rookie. When we need to see what you got, this season's clearly uh, going to be a wash. Just throw it, see who catches it. And I think there was a lot of deep shots that kind of got – 
lucky, but from what we saw, it was wow. Maybe this can happen, and then yeah. uh, it's just it's yeah. Yeah, no, that <laughs> no, it's totally like, fair. The whole like quarterback yeah. position and the upcoming free agency and uh, the tradings that we're expecting. We already saw the Matt Stafford thing and Jared Goff. Um, basically, quarterbacks coming to NFL. It's more cutthroat now. I mean, Jared Goff, they just paid him, what, a year and a half ago? And yeah. now he's gone. They don't they don't want him anywhere. They didn't want him in that franchise anymore. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to see with Sam Darnold, who I still think could potentially succeed somewhere, is going to be moved off from the Jets more than likely. So yeah, uh, I, mean, I think the time yeah. frame for a quarterback coming to the NFL now is much shortened. Yeah, I mean, Carson Wentz and, and Goff both, like, <laughs> both have, uh, you know, possibly <laughs> be on the move, right? The number yikes. one picks. It's pretty yikes. Yeah, it's definitely pretty yikes. Um, I, I think that's definitely an overreaction by the NFL to, like, move on from quarterbacks this soon. Maybe not, you know, the Goff and um, and Wentz type things, but moving on, like, you know, Josh Rosen I thought would be an aberration, and I still think he kind of is, because I still think he wasn't that bad. He was pretty good coming out of the draft. I, I liked him a lot. Um, but we started to see that when, you know, they took a number a quarterback again with the number one pick uh, the year after. And then, or I don't think Rosen was the number one pick, right? Yeah, it was Baker, right? Um, but, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it does seem like that might become more of a trend. I just think it's a terrible trend. And also, also about Anthony Lynn, he's no longer with Justin Herbert. So I'm curious to see how Justin Herbert truthers are going to feel about that, you know, when he, when we get down to next year. But we have a lot of offseason to cover that stuff. So we can move on. Oh, yeah. I think uh, I don't need to get dra- dragged down to too many Justin Herbert conversations this all season because I know I will get dragged <laughs> along. I know I will, and I'm ready. I'm super ready. Uh, but anyway, okay, yeah, um, yeah. So uh, my next question: uh, Do you guys think these two teams deserve to be in the Super Bowl? I feel like it's a little bit of an esoteric question, but you know, uh, who really deserves it? I mean, you deserve it. You win the games. You deserve to be there, right? But I mean, was there any other teams in either of the divisions that you think should have made it over both these two teams? I was ready to do this for the Bills because the Bills didn't deserve to get two, uh, two wins deep into the playoffs. They really didn't deserve that. So it's kind of where this came out of it. But I mean, what do you guys think? Do you think uh, that the Chiefs deserve to win it? Who did I go with first, Jonah, last time? Yeah, Josh, you go now. Look, look the, the, it's the final two teams in the NFL. They're, they're here now. They won when they they needed to, and that's just yeah, they should be in the in the, NFL, uh, in the Super Bowl, but. As far as like other teams, I mean, I guess the Packers and all, but uh, I mean, Tampa did beat them, and not only beat them, they beat them twice this season. And sure. not only that, uh, they did beat them at home the first time around, and it was a, you know an, an ass whooping pretty much. But then they had the hardest task of actually going to Lambeau in the cold, you know, where you would think that it, it should go in Green Bay's favor, but it didn't really phase uh, Tampa any. Like it probably wouldn't phase ta- uh, Tom Brady that much. But as far as like everyone else on that roster around him is used to. Tampa's weather, uh, you know, usually you would think, oh, okay, that might like, I hamper them or something, but but no, nah, I didn't really face them. Uh, the teams that got hot when they should have got hot, and they're here right now, and that's why. Uh, Buffalo, Green Bay, while I probably thought that they're probably the third and fourth best teams in the NFL, I mean, they obviously didn't deserve it because they couldn't beat the top two teams. Very true. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, well said. Um, hard to argue with that as much. But um, curious if we have a dissenting opinion. Um, well, I'll say this. I'm kind of echoing off of what Josh said. These two teams, obviously, they went through the grind. They got through their schedule and were able to beat the teams they needed to beat in order to get here. So absolutely, they're the two most deserving. One that I won't say, I don't think they necessarily deserve to get to the Super Bowl, but I would have been interested to see the matchup of specifically the AFC Championship game is if the Ravens were able to upset the Bills, which I think they very much had a possibility to uh, do until later in the game. Yeah, I would have really liked... Yeah, I mean, I even <laughs> had the Ravens winning that one. Yeah. Um, so 
I thought defensively they could have really posed a challenge for the Chiefs, and I just think that matchup would have been interesting. And mm-hmm. a Ravens-Buccaneers matchup, you know, more prime defenses and just a very different Ugh. look that yeah. you know, they yeah. have to give. I think that would have been an interesting. But, of course, Bills were able to pull it out. It took, you know, a pick six and Lamar getting taken out of the game for them to do it, but they did. And then the Chiefs were able to do what they needed to do to beat the Bills. So, by all intents and purposes, the Chiefs and Buccaneers definitely deserve to be here in Tampa. Yeah, I mean, that that's that's fair. I, 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 I would throw a little bit in there. Uh, I, I think the Buccaneers are pretty deserving. I think Kansas City's the obvious one. I mean, they've they're, they've been the best team in the league. They were the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I think they they, they see more. Um, but I, if I were to throw a little bit out there, I I do still feel like the Packers kind of should be in this Super Bowl. I really do. With Aaron Rodgers' MVP season, I think he should be the MVP. It really mm-hmm. it, it feels like they deserve to be in there. Not to say the Bucks don't, but. I mean, the Bucks still have a very young defense. They've got a great young core. They've got like one of the best wide receiving groups in the NFL. I don't know if we're talking about that, but I mean, depending on how much you know money Antonio Brown is going to get from the next person, next team he signs with, and Godwin, you know, depending on how much he gets, or if he stays with the the Buccaneers, like that, that might be looking back on it. We might be like, holy shit, how did they have this here? And how did they not win the Super Bowl? Or how did they? How didn't they win the Super Bowl? Or all that stuff when it you know a few years down the road mm-hmm. with this insane team. Um, but I mean the defense just you know I don't feel like is there yet. I feel like the Packers just have such a good team. They're so together, and that I really thought they deserved to be in there more than the Bucks. But you know that's just kind of how I feel about it. But it's a very philosophical question. You know it's hard to you know take hard sides on this. But you know we also are we also are a football podcast, so it's hard to be anything uh, you know empirically and <laughs> judge it empirically considering what I've said about um you know, Herbert already, but anyway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right, and, and honestly speaking, like, if, like, and I'm not even saying this just as, like, a Falcons fan, but, like, if you see how the Buccaneers have played in all their playoff games, they haven't been, like, overly impressive. Like, yes, mm-hmm. they went to Lambeau, they beat the Packers, but, like, against Washington, I mean, they were, to a degree, Brady was getting outplayed by Heineke. And, yeah. like, I mean, Washington was in that game. Mm-hmm. And against the Saints, it took Drew Brees throwing like three or four interceptions. And even then, they still like barely won it. It took the latter half of the fourth quarter. And then against the Packers, I mean, look, they needed what they needed to do. But Tom Brady, especially in the second half, did not play that well. And the Buccaneers got a couple calls from the refs. Like, So it's one of those, like, they haven't really wowed me yet. So I'm mm-hmm. waiting to see, will they have that moment against the Chiefs? Oh, man. I hope so. We'll see. We'll talk about that later. I'm I'm not sure where I land still, but we'll talk about that. Um. All right. So I think that's that's good for that question. Uh. The next thing I had, I mean, do you think there will be any like big storylines that like will affect the outcome? I mean, we saw the two guys. Um. What was it? Uh. Demarcus. Yeah. Demarcus Robinson and Kilgore. I don't know who Kilgore is, but I feel like he's like backup center or something like that. Yeah. He's a center. Um. So they 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 had COVID. Um. I wonder if you think. There's any other news stories that might be interesting to know? Because, I mean, Robinson is a part of that offense, you know, whether we don't want him to be or not, because I don't want him to be, because he ruins Michael Hardman. But um, I, I I wonder if there's, you know, this has an impact, or if there are any other stuff that's going to come out, or, or not going to come out, that has come out already, that makes you, you know, feel a little bit different about possibly the result, or how this game's going to go. Um, yeah, what do you guys think? Um, I think I did Josh, so Jonah, you're up. Um. I mean, it's kind of going off of the COVID thing, but to me, the Chiefs' offensive line against the defensive front is huge for me because obviously they're going to be without Fisher. I mean, they're really out there, both starting tackles, and now there's a potential that they're going to be out one of their uh, very important backup centers. And, I mean, we've seen what this Buccaneers' front seven in terms of rushing the quarterback can do. And while Mahomes has had, you know, the ability to run around and make plays outside the pocket, we've seen that a lot, he's also been concussed recently. 
And the last thing you want is your quarterback to be taking unnecessary hits. And Lord knows that if Mahomes was somehow not playing this game at some point, the Chiefs don't really have a chance. They need Mahomes, and they need Mahomes really at 100%. So how much the Chiefs are able to protect Mahomes and be able to move down the field and even to a degree have a running game. And I know the Chiefs haven't really had one like at all. It's weird because you think when they, okay, you know, they're super ahead now. They can run the um, ball, kill the clock. They just choose not to. And I've kind of ranted about that like on our podcast all year and the frustration over that. But can they, I don't know if they can really pass the whole time against the Bucks. I mean, Mm -hmm. they've been able to do that at times, but I feel like they need to have some semblance of a running game, whether that be with Bell, even though he hasn't been used much, or Williams or whoever they decide to give it to. Just how that offensive line plays, both in pass protection and run blocking, against that defensive front for the Buccaneers will be key to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Vita Vey is back now, so that's pretty important, too. I mean, he he was a big part of that run-stopping, but, I mean, he's still just huge, you know, in the middle. And, obviously, everyone else, people love White, people love uh, David, who I, I like a lot better than White, but that's okay. Um, and, I mean, the rest of the, you know, Jason Pierre-Fall, the rest of that, the rest of that front group, um, it, it is very impressive. That's a good point. Um, uh, for for Robinson, too, is, is a little bit, you know, less, but he's still an important part of that offense, I think, as much as, you know, a guy like Michael Hartman or any other receiver not named Tyreek Hill is uh, definitely more important, I think, than uh, Sammy Watkins. But that's also a personal <laughs> thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Mahomes thing is interesting, too, because, uh, you know, obviously he had that, you know, incident in, uh, in the Browns and was able to in the Browns game and was able to play the next week. But now he's got two weeks off. Should probably be better. Should probably be 100 percent. I saw articles that were saying that. But God, can you trust any misinformation right now about that kind of stuff, especially leading up to the Super Bowl? Is anyone going to really show <laughs> exactly. their hands? Like, come on. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, but Josh, what do you, what do you think? I think one thing I want to take away is that, uh, is that Antoine Winfield injury. I mean, has he practiced yet? Mm-hmm. He hasn't. Yeah. That, I think that's a big factor right here. I get those, he, he didn't the, play last week line. though, you know, no, he didn't. I, but still, I mean, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Cause like I, I get the Kansas City's O-line issues is, is going to be an issue and all, but, uh, I have no problem with like predicting that, you know, Andy Reid is aware and he's just going to come up with something in the short passing game. I mean, how many times have we seen uh, Kansas City do uh, like this, like weird, like shovel pass, like Travis Kelsey or like Tyreek Hill, yeah. like directly like up the middle, and then they go off for 30, 40 yards, and it's like, how the fuck do you not stop him? I mean, you, you see it coming. <laughs> you see this guy going for a sweep, like you know what's going to happen, and they still just just do it anyways. And mm-hmm. I, I think any re can work around the O line issues. While I do think it, it could be a factor. And uh, I, I think the biggest one's probably going to be Antoine Winfield because outside of that, uh, I think Mahomes can have a field day with with uh, the de- the Bucks defense because while they're at best on the front, uh, towards the back half, it's not uh, not pretty. Uh, are are you saying that Antoine Winfield's like one of the most important parts of this defense? Is that something you're suggesting? Yes. I'm very happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah, very well, happy I mean, to hear I've, that. I've liked what what yeah, yeah, has so. done this year. I mean, I thought even going back to the draft, I thought I was a great pick because you know, obviously, it was a need uh, for Tampa, and I think he's fulfilled that role pretty great so far. And you know, he can only improve. So, so yeah, I think that's a big factor. Yeah, I was impressed with Whitehead too. Um, uh, uh, through most of the year, I thought he was pretty bad next to Winfield, but he's been impressive. He was good last game. Um, he's been good for this playoffs, even without Winfield being next to him, which I'm impressed at. So at least they have one good safety. But I mean, obviously Winfield, Winfield's all over the place. He makes interceptions. He makes tackles. He makes tackles beyond the line of scrimmage. He sacks the quarterback. I think he has 
the most for like a rookie is and I don't I don't know I'm I'm not gonna quote stats I don't know but I remember reading something important about him and I just hope you know this pushes if he can play maybe it'll push a little bit of some people to making him rookie of the year you know maybe maybe we'll see we'll see I'm not getting my hopes up too much but... uh, he's not an offensive player so no. <laughs> well defensive rookie of the year they do both oh, okay yeah 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 That's yeah right. yeah they do both yeah yeah so we should be good on that yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't expect any defensive player to do over. Uh, what Justin Jefferson or Herbert did this year. And I will give Herbert credit for this year, for sure. He's pretty good. But, um, you know, in the future, we're talking about. Anyway, um, let's talk more about the actual game, guys. Who do we have to win this one? Josh, you're starting. Um, and I'm just going to be boring, man. Kansas City is just the better team. And, you know, I'll, I'll probably even say that Tampa Bay is, like, probably the better, like, all-around team, probably. But, look, there's just no one stopping Kansas City. I mean, it was almost boring to a point. Um, not that I'm bored of Kansas City winning, because I, I, I like seeing Andy Reid succeed after having uh, pretty much like the longest drought of not having or at least like achieving the top part. Because mm-hmm. we all agree that he was yeah. one of the top five coaches like currently in the NFL, not all time. You know that was you know debatable to put him in top five. I, I think now after getting Mahomes, I think uh, he's going to put himself in that top five round as far as like all time coaches. Uh, at, whenever this whole this whole thing ends, but look. Uh, I, I saw what happened earlier this season in Tampa, you know, put that in mind. Uh, Kansas City torched them. It did end up being 27-24, but if you actually watched the game, you, you knew that was not a close game because in the first half alone, Tyreek Hill had this historic day, and they just they had the Tampa had nothing to answer for it. Not even on offense, you know, they couldn't really get it together. Now, that was a different time of the year. Things have changed. Tampa is, is hot right now, but like Jonas mm-hmm. said from earlier, I agree that Brady hasn't played that well this postseason. He's been bailed out by the fact that uh, he's had to go on the road to face Washington, to face the Saints who have, with the Drew Brees at uh, through three interceptions, and then you have uh, going to Lambeau, which is the most impressive impressive win. But he threw three picks in that game, so I mean, mm-hmm. Brady hasn't been that impressive at all during this whole stretch, and it's just mainly just uh, the pieces around him. And yeah, you know, football is a team sport and everything, but if I'm fight. If I'm like going quarterback for, for quarterback, I don't I don't know how Tom Brady is gonna outthrow Patrick Mahomes because that Tampa Bay defense couldn't stop them before. I don't expect anything different. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I do need I should have pushed back on this a little bit before. I sh- I should push back a little bit on the Buccaneers um and the Washington game. I think the Washington football team might have one of the best defenses in the uh in the playoffs. I, I don't know if that's controversial or not, but Brady threw for three eighty one, two touchdowns, no picks. He had a great day versus Washington. Um, I, I think it's hard to take that away from him. Uh, the next games, like, I, I definitely think the, the Packers game, man, he almost gave that game away. Um, and I don't think he really won it for them. So there's definitely stuff to think about there for sure. But I mean, going into them after they won the Washington game, I was very, very not impressed with, but I guess I was excited to see where they go from there. Cause I thought they were the hottest team in the NFL. And I mean, uh, I mean yeah, in the NFL, I think so. Um, and, and that is kind of true in what happened. It's kind of how, you know, the, the playoffs work, whoever gets hot at a certain moments work, right? Um, but I yep. guess with with two weeks, maybe they cool off a little bit. Um, but we'll see. So we got the Chiefs. We got one Chiefs so far. Um, and now Jonah also has the Chiefs. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah. I I just think with how they played the entire season in general, they just feel like the team that has been the most consistent. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know Andy Reid. He's going to come up with something. He's going to come up with some type of game plan. <laughs> to beat Tom Brady and the Bucks. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know what trick plays he's going to pull up his sleeve. And quite frankly, I feel like this will probably be a close game um, mm-hmm. because the last thing I'm ever going to do, even though I'm picking the Chiefs, is I'm never going to bet against Tom Brady because it's still Tom Brady. There's a reason he's won as many Super Bowls and he's been in half the Super Bowls he's been in since the league. There's a reason. He's very smart. They're going to come in with a nice game plan. 
but I like how the Chiefs have played completely. And I honestly, just given how they've been now, I think the coaching advantage goes to Andy Reid, goes to his play calling. And for, I mean, hey, this game could come down like a fake punt that Andy Reid's decided to do, something crazy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I just, I just like the, the Chiefs because of their consistency up to this point. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, I, I'm, I'm probably on Chiefs straight up, but I don't think I'll be betting that either. I think you're pretty on point there. It's hard to bet against Tom Brady. I mean, what is he like? Six and three in Super Bowl? Six and two? I don't know how many Super Bowls they've been to. Whatever. He's got a good record in Super Bowls. Feels pretty good. Um, he's got a good team behind him, too. This isn't, you know, I, well, I don't want to shit on other Patriots teams, but this is a very good team he's got with him. I, I will say that. Um, and, and I do feel like with points, and we'll get into that a little bit, I could be on the other side for this one because. I'd love to take me some points in the Super Bowl. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I pretty much agree. I did a very unscientific polling in a few of my groups and one of them, a few like groups of friends I have, and uh, one of them was a 9-0, um, Chiefs are going to win. The other was a 5-2, the Buccaneers are going to win. So um, a, lot, a lot of people hmm. on the Chiefs, um, and I kind of get it, but man, I, people, this many people doubting the Buccaneers who have a very good team, who are very, very hot right now um, against a... Or at least the offense, at least against a defense that I don't think is very good for the Chiefs, but has been playing pretty well in the playoffs. I, oof, I don't know. This this makes me feel a little uneasy about me being on the side of the Chiefs. That's all I'm gonna say. When the popular opinion is one way, kind of feels like the Sharks are the other way with betting and stuff. So, mm-hmm. ugh, I don't know. Uh, you guys feel that, right? Um, you must, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel it because, like, if if Tampa did win, are we really gonna be like too shocked? Yeah, right? Like, I, I don't think we will be. I don't think we should be, at least. Like, there's no way. This game, though, I don't think will end up like a, you know, like a, a blowout in any which way, though. I, I think that's very unlikely, you know? And I know people have said that before, most Super Bowls and stuff like that, but th- this one definitely feels like an evenly matched team. And they've also played each other. And obviously, the Buccaneers had to come back in that game and make it a lot closer than it and than it ended up being. But, um, I mean, still, these teams have played each other before. You know, we, we, we can kind of know what we're going to get a little bit here, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is one storyline that we haven't mentioned yet, though. That I oh, hit me. Bring up was the Steve Spagnola uh, and Tom Brady kind of storyline going in. Uh, he was uh, the coordinator whenever the Giants ultimately did beat True. Uh, Tom Brady and prevented that 19-0 season. And I don't think uh, Tom Brady's ever beaten the Steve Spagnola defense. I, if I oh, remember man. that correctly, I think so. Well, I yeah. think that's the storyline right there. If it, I mean. I think it's uh, I, I, I wish I could remember. It's like it's either Tom Brady's never beaten a Steve Spagnuolo defense, or he's never beaten a Steve Spagnuolo in the playoffs. It's, it's one of those two. All right, I'm gonna do a quick Google search because that sounds like a very interesting thing, and I feel like let's get it right. Ah, uh, shoot. Mm, there's a Boston Globe article. Has Steve Spagnuolo been successful against Tom Brady? Oh my God, everything is ads. I can't read this shit. Um, <laughs> hmm. God, all right, reading is annoying, and I can't figure it out quickly, but it's probably something like that. I mean, it is an interesting storyline to look at uh, if you're able to beat, you know, if you're able to beat Brady. That, that does seem pretty good. And with a not-so-great not defense, again, like like I'm saying before, I, do you guys agree the Chiefs' defense has not been that good this year and, and that they're playing better now or that they're just not good in, in, in any sense and that Tom Brady might light them up? How do you guys feel about that? I think really the only thing I like about them is pass rush, and I, I get, like, uh, Matthew is, is a great piece and all, but I don't think he's yeah. quite as like his former self. But outside of like uh, Jones and Clark, I mean, other than that, I'm not really too impressed by them. I, I definitely think they're taking a, a step back because going into last last season, going into the playoffs, uh, Kansas City's defense was getting better and better throughout the season. Where I haven't really felt like that, uh, even with the uh, 
uh, even the playoff push, you know, recently. I just, I'm not, I haven't been too impressed, especially from what I saw last year, where I thought Kansas City's defense was improving. And I kind of thought that maybe they, they could, like, uh, go off of that and go into this season and hopefully have a better defense. But I've just been kind of disappointed mm-hmm. by it. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Um, yeah, I kind of agree with what you said, because last year, even year before, they, they weren't, their defense wasn't good all year, and they stepped up in the playoffs, and I, I just, I, I, I'm I'm unsure if we're seeing that again, or maybe it's just the Chiefs' offense being as good as they are, and maybe playing against not-so-good opponents, because I kind of feel, you know, the Browns and the Bills, I, I think I have personal feelings about the Bills that differ from a lot of people, but I don't think those are two, like, very difficult matchups. Like, compared to what the Buccaneers have to go through, I, I, I don't think it's close, you know? Well, I do think the Bills matchup was uh, yeah, just like, it could have yeah. it could have went sour yeah. like very quickly because what I saw in that game was Bills were able to get into the red zone uh, plenty of times and just couldn't capitalize on it. So mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, credit the Chiefs defense for actually having a great red zone defense, but uh, Josh Allen and the Bills had no problem going up and down the field; they just couldn't quite punch it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's definitely fair. That's definitely true. Um... I mean, I was impressed with the mm-hmm. the the game against the Browns because uh, they held them. You know, to a good. I mean, unfortunately, the Browns didn't have like that touchback rule, but you know what? Yeah, that was just like oops. it happens. You know, once a year, <laughs> and then by the next week, we've already forgotten about it. Um, True, but it'd be, I did it'd forget be about a that. crime if uh, the Chiefs really weren't uh, in this position right now, because I mean, uh, I just don't feel like the Browns are like that ready. I mean, we're talking about deserving teams, you know, going back and forth. I don't think the Browns are like quite there yet, because that yeah. defense is just as bad. And we already saw whenever Patrick Mahomes was on the field. They didn't have an answer for him. I mean, no one really does. Absolutely. So, you know, you can't yeah. really take that away from them. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the Browns should have capitalized, and they don't really deserve it. And I think that was like a way different <laughs> argument I started off with. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about undeserved teams and deserved teams. Yeah, I'm ready to fucking do it all day, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess the most impressive yeah. been by the Chiefs has been uh, holding off the Browns after Patrick Mahomes went down. And maybe that's a coaching thing. Maybe it's because the Browns didn't really know what to do. But that's probably the most impressive I've seen from them. But outside of that, just nothing to uh, nothing to really take home about, you know? It was just Chad Henney magic. That's what was happening there. I, I believe it. I, I think that's yeah. real. Chad Henney is a magic guy. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, cool. So um, we're going to get in some props. I'm very excited to do this because I picked out these props. I went through all the props on uh, FanDuel Sportsbook, and I was looking at these are ones I'm considering taking. So very interested to see what you guys uh, say. The first thing I want to talk about, though, is the spread is Kansas City minus three, the favorite by three points. Does this change anything for either of you guys? I guess just real quick, uh, Jonah, you can start. Uh, Before I give my prediction on that, I did find the Spagnola stat. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. So Brady is two and three in his career, including the playoffs against Spagnola as a defensive coordinator. And when, as Spagnola is the Chiefs' defensive coordinator, Brady is 0-2 with four there touchdowns and three picks. So he's really? never beaten Spagnola when he's the Chiefs' defensive coordinator. So I guess he wasn't the one where they beat them in the AFC Championship game. I guess that's a 1-1, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah, what, do you think that the minus three changes you at all? Like, maybe you'd be on Tampa Bay plus three? Maybe? I mean, I mean, it's... See, I feel like this could be like a three-point game. I mean, it's... It, like, if it's at three with KC, I'll take it. If it went up any more, though, I would take Tampa Bay. I, mm. like, three is the yeah. absolute highest I'm willing, just because I feel like this is very much could be, like, a 31-28, 34-31 type of game. Uh, and coming down to, like, one last play to, like, seal a first down or something like that. Um, so I- I'll take KC negative three, or KC three, but I'm not taking anything, anything more than that. Got it. Josh, what do you think? Yeah, I kind of agree. I mean... 
Uh, I've said that Kansas City is the, the better team in all. They're probably going to win, you know, more than likely. But uh, that line right there, I don't like it. You know, Kansas City, while they are fantastic and everything, they haven't exactly uh, met the spreads, you know, definitely in the second half of the season. I mean, we saw Atlanta holding down to, what was it, 17 points or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, yeah, they did win. But a lot of the Chiefs games have been extremely close. And I'm just um, – I'm going to follow that trend. And if it's against any, anything after three, then um, – Taking Tampa side. Oh, damn. You guys are right on point. Uh, all three of the Jays agree here. I, I pretty much agree, man. It is uh, it, it, anymore, and, I, and I'm looking at lines here. You can take pretty much any line you want, like on the sports book. Like it's, it's, it seems like it's pretty much anything. So like I, I'm, I'm probably going to take Tampa Bay plus three and a half just because I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we yeah. get there. We get there real easy, right? Like, uh, I, I think at least, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't really, the, the spread as it is right now, doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah. I, I probably take Kansas City minus three over the Buccaneers plus three right now, but man, I'm looking, I'm looking more and more like I might be taking Tampa Bay when we get to the Super Bowl, but it's okay. Um, the over under for this one is 56 and a half. I am fucking terrible, absolute trash at predicting the over unders. I don't think I got any right this year when I bet on them. Um, so Josh, please tell me what to do over under 56 and a half. What do you got? Look, uh, 56 and a half is a, is a lot of points right there. And I don't think Kansas city has met the, the over in quite some time now. I mean, maybe the, the chiefs and Bills game, you know, was right there, but 56 and a half is a lot. And I just, um, I, I'm, I'm not going to take it. I'm just going to go with the under right there. Um, cause ultimately I really think this comes down to probably like, a. Uh, lower 30s from Kansas City to like higher 20s, and then Tampa probably gets around like mid mid to high 20s. So not quite reaching that point. So I'm taking the under. Okay, okay, that sounds that sounds good. Uh, like good logic. Uh, I'm not sure how I'm gonna feel about this, but yeah, that that's that's good stuff. Um, all right, Jonah, what do you think? I'm gonna take the over. And honestly, this is because I mean we know what the Chiefs' offense can do, but also we're now gonna get a top or Tampa Bay offense that's a lot hotter than it was the last time these two teams faced off. So I feel like there's probably gonna be a lot more fireworks. I've got this as a fairly high scoring game. So to me, this is, I mean, I think at minimum I'm thinking 31 28 and that would take it. So I'm, I'm going to go with over. Okay. Okay. Wow. We got two dissenting opinions. I don't know how to go from here. man. <laughs> I don't, I God, I just, I hate it. Uh, I don't know who to pick and it bothers me. Um, or I, I 56 and a half, that, that is, is, is that like well within the range or is that, that's, that's pretty high, right? We're saying 56 and a half, right? Yeah, that's pretty high. That's pretty high. I uh, can't see defense maybe stepping up. I might have to go under on that, but, oh, I don't know. That is tough. Um, I probably won't bet on it, but I think maybe I'll on the under this one. 56 and a half does seem like a lot. That's at least, what, like 20, 30, 31. Yeah, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Or like a. Yeah, like, if, if one team goes over 30, that's probably, yeah, that's got to be it, right? 28, 20, oh, does 20, get us there? No, it doesn't. Okay, all right, yeah, uh, team getting the 30 points. I mean, I could see Kansas City exploding for 17 points in a quarter, like, so it's definitely possible, but, man, all right, I'll take the under right now, but let's get into some more fun props. I'm excited for these ones, because they are kind of weird, and uh, so I feel like maybe, you know, I'm gaming the system here, but... We all feel like that, and we never win anyway. At least that's how I feel. But anyway, <laughs> um, let's let's get onto this. The first quarterback to be sacked, sacked to be sacked. Jesus Christ! Um, the first quarterback to be sacked will it be Brady or Mahomes? Brady is plus one hundred on the betting, and Mahomes is minus one twenty-five. Um, yeah, you know, we'll we'll let you guys go first. Jonah, you can go first. See, this one's tough because neither of these quarterbacks have been sacked that much this year, and I I, be- I want to say like. 
Mahomes has been sacked 22 times. Brady's been sacked 21. I think that's something like that. So it's like very, very small amounts for both sides. I'm, mm, I'm going to say Mahomes just because I, I, I mean, I do honestly have some worries with that O-line and just how they're going to play against that defensive front, especially early on in the game. Um, and I do like Mahomes' like ability to move around a little bit more than Brady's, but I think Brady's going to be super quick passing game early. And I just think that the Buccaneers defensive front is going to be able to get after Mahomes fairly early and probably gets a couple sacks on him in the first half. So I'll go Mahomes. Mm. Okay. Okay. I feel that logic. Josh, what do you think? Uh, God, this is a hard one. Um, <laughs> That's why I never do, do these kind of bets. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm excited for you for the rest of these, man. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, I almost feel like the, the whole O-line issue for the, the Chiefs right now was almost like begging for the for it to be like, oh, yeah, Mahomes obviously going to be the, the first one sacked. But then, you know, it's still kind of 2020-ish. So, you know, I kind of would expect that uh, the unexpected. So I guess I'll just take Brady. I mean, uh we saw the Bills kind of get to the Mahomes, you know, every now and then in the last game, but he was able to shake them off. And mm-hmm. I'm, I guess I'm just going to bank on Mahomes' ability to move around while Brady is a statue. And he, I don't think uh, – I can't remember the, in, during the season whether Tampa's actually faced, like, uh, that great of a pass rush from anyone. You know, correct me if I'm wrong. But I think between Frank Clark and Jones, I, I think that, you know, one of the two can actually get to Brady. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take Brady. Okay, yeah. Um, damn, we're down the middle. I think I think I'm going with Mahomes, and I'm just gonna say straight up, it's just because Brady is a better line. Like there there are two sides to this for sure. Like Brady is obviously less mobile. He's he's never been a mobile quarterback. Um, he's had some he's had some really good offensive lines. He gets the ball out quick, which I like. So it leads mm-hmm. to you know not as many sacks. But Mahomes just has the freak athleticism that like like even if he like like gets like is like a loss for two it might not even go for a sack like he might be way outside the pocket or like any of that kind of thing and uh this also i mean could come down to who gets the ball first you know or something like that like it's entirely possible like they go out there somewhere like the Kansas City Chiefs go three and out and they get a sack on like second down. Like that is, I think, well within the possibility of stuff happening because sometimes it takes a little for this offense to get going. And I think that's very likely um, in this game with a pretty good defense, hopefully a good defensive scheme. I think I, I like the Kansas City Chiefs coaching better, but still, um, I think I'm going Mahomes there, even though it's less money on that kind of thing. But I, I'm, I'm feeling Mahomes, but I don't think Brady's a bad choice at all. These are all going to be really tough, obviously, um, because Brady is just so stiff in the pocket, man. If like, if Frank Clark is anywhere in his face and he doesn't get the ball out fast enough, he's he's just done. There's like no way around that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going Mahomes on this one. Just just how I feel. All right, next one up, we've got Brady to throw a fourth quarter touchdown? Question mark. Yes is plus 105. No is minus 135. Um, we're starting with Josh now. Yeah, I think it's an easy yes. Look, it's it's Brady big time game fourth quarter. And if it goes as like how I think it's gonna go, I believe Tampa will be playing from behind or just playing at the same level as the Chiefs. So I, I think this is an easy yes. Okay, interesting. Um, now it is to throw a, a touchdown. He can't rush it in or anything like that. And I feel like on the goal line, Brady likes to give it to his running backs. Does that is that you just don't care about that because you think they'll be down, they'll be throwing, it won't matter. I mean, because he's yeah, got exactly. a touchdown at any yeah, point. Yeah, they'll be right? down, they'll be throwing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a, some reasonable logic. Um, yeah, I think so. And I'm probably on that one too, but um, yeah, Jonah, what do you think? Yeah, this is also an easy yes for me. I mean, another thing that we've seen a lot um, when they get close to the red zone is we've seen a lot of Mike Evans. So, like, mm-hmm. I would even go a step farther than saying if, like, there was some sort of bet out there that Mike Evans ends up with a fourth-quarter touchdown, I would not be shocked at all just because mm-hmm. of his usage down there. He seems to be a very big red zone target for Tom Brady. But, yeah, this is this is an easy yes for me. 
Yeah, I feel like also if we have like the over or like even closely over under, like there's going to be fourth quarter scoring, and I would expect Brady to be there involved, yep. right? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I think that makes sense. All right. Um, will this is an interesting one because it makes sense, but like maybe not. Um, will the last play of the game, uh, or I'm sorry, last play of the game to be a quarterback kneel? Yes, minus one one eighty. No, is plus one forty. Now, obviously, I get this. I mean, I, I didn't look up. I probably should have. Like, what percentage of games end in QB kneels? But I imagine a fair amount of them. Um, but I mean, this is basically just saying, will the last play matter? And I think we'll start with Jonah because I don't have a good answer yet. So hit me up, Jonah. Yeah, I oof. I mean, th- this one's tough because like, I mean, like I, I also don't really know the percentage, but it's just one of those. It depends on how the game is going. I mean, it depends on who's got the ball last. And it, even outside of just like, let's say it's an incomplete pass to end the game. There could also be like a kickoff with like a second left and it's, it's a special teams play. That's the last game or last mm-hmm. play of the game. So there's all sorts of things that it could be. Um, you know, what? I'll go with no, I'll go with no. I think there's going to be some big ending, probably like a last few second, um, like score that puts whatever team is going to win it on top. And it comes down to this final drive or maybe on special teams, they ended with some sort of hook and lateral thing. So yeah, I'll go with no. Why not? Yeah. Okay. That's, Again, good logic. I'm I'm really appreciating what you guys are bringing to the table because I didn't think about all of this stuff, like the special teams thing. I wasn't thinking about, but that 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 makes sense. That follows. Um, Josh, what do you think? I think it does because if I'm like playing it on my head and Tampa is going to come up from behind, I think during their last drive they're going to be trying to make that like the final push, and they don't don't end up scoring. They'll probably have to do some sort of like a long pass in order to be completed in order to convert, keep on going. And I, I just, I quite simply just don't have Tampa, you know, winning this game, especially on a late uh, quarter drive from Tom Brady, which is, I guess, is kind of like a, uh, what would you say, heresy right there? Because, you know, he's known for that. <laughs> but uh, I think it ends up Brady can't exactly complete a pass, you know, whether if it's a Hail Mary or just trying to get the next set of downs. It comes down to fourth down and the Kansas City takes over and Patrick Holmes kneels it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Th- Okay, interesting. I'm I'm gonna go with no on this one. Um, I think mostly because of the money, but I also think I've got a few things. Um, I think as long as the team who's losing has the ball, um, they they won't kneel it. Like at the end of the game, like if they end up with a possession on the last time, they 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 won't kneel it, right? Unless it's maybe they're down by like twenty points or something like that, or or I guess maybe even like two scores, maybe. But I don't think I think like we talked about this won't be a uh like a two score game or this probably won't be a two score game it'll probably be a pretty close game lots of scoring probably um i i do feel like it would be very surprising for me to see a qb kneel um obviously this is like could be anything like you know the, the other team who isn't winning the game could turn the ball over in fourth down and the other team just gets to kneel it and win it right like there's there's definitely a possibility a realm that happens in but um i, I think brady will take care of the ball enough hopefully and mahomes probably will be winning maybe um, so I'm going to go with no on this one, mostly because of the money, but I think there's some decent logic behind it with the team who's losing, you know, either or team will, will, will be using that time pretty much like this isn't like a regular season game where people will be like, all right, we're over. Like, we're getting out of here. Like, it, it, it's over. Like, this is Super Bowl. You, you, you win and you go home, you know, winner or loser. Right. So I kind of feel like that is. But maybe they're just egging me on because most things have been in a, a QB kneel and I'm just not realizing it. You know, I feel like there must be something there if it's minus 180 to plus 140. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but uh, yeah. You guys think that 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 sound logic for for me? 
I mean, it's really hard to argue against like something like a QB Neal. <laughs> like, yeah, like, no, yeah I'm not, not, not exactly sure you, where to go for it. Did you expect to be talking about QB Neals for the Super Bowl preview show? I didn't, but here we are, and I'm happy. Yeah, about here it. we are. <laughs> I'm happy about it. I, 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 props are so interesting for the Super Bowl. It's great because everyone's there. Usually, what I do for like the Super Bowl, uh, like when I have people over for the Super Bowl, we do like I, I compile like a list of like five or fifteen props, and we all we all bet on them. Um, and then whoever is the most correct like wins the like little pot. Like it's it's I think it's more fun than like boxes, you know. Or yeah, like, that's actually not, uh, right. interesting thing. I've never done that before, so I'm definitely yeah. about doing that. Dude, yeah, it's super fun. You guys really should should look into that stuff. Like, you can just make it yourself. Or I found some online that are just like, yeah, like, will the coin toss be heads or tails and all that stuff. And, like, pretty easy stuff, you know, not as much of the intense stuff. Like, will the last play of the game be a QB Neal? Because, you know, most people are watching Super Bowl probably maybe not even know what a QB Neal is. So um, <laughs> it's it's entirely possible people don't know what they're talking about. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a lot of fun. I, I think the boxes are just, like, way outdated. You know, like, they're, like if mm-hmm. you get crappy numbers like you just don't care you know and i feel like that that happens way too much like there are only like a few good numbers right like three one zero seven right stuff like that all good yeah, numbers. Something like that yeah but i mean it's it's i think it's bad otherwise but okay all right a little bit of a fun tangent for your super bowl parties that probably shouldn't be happening this year anyway um let's see oh i've got the next one is most passing yards with a handicap now this one's a little confusing so mahomes is minus 27 and a half and then his you know where you place your bet is minus 115. So, like, you get minus 115% of your money. I don't know what the fuck, how, how they do that, but whatever. Not not great odds. But the other one is Brady, plus 27 and a half, obviously. If Mahomes is minus 27 and a half, Brady's going to be plus one and five and a half. It's the same odd, it's the same uh, percentage of money. Does that make sense to you guys, right? The most passing yards with the handicap, Mahomes obviously starts at 27 less, Brady starts yeah. at 27 more, right? Yes. Okay, makes sense. All right, cool. All right, Um, who we got first? We got Josh first, I think. Josh, you're going. All right, yeah, well, uh, I think on paper, you know, you would think, okay, Chiefs are probably going to be ahead, so they'll probably be like, trying to run it more. But from what we saw in the first game, you know, that wasn't exactly the case. I mean, uh, Clyde only got 11 carries himself that that first game, and they were ahead, you know, big early on in the game, and it kind of just didn't really matter. You know, Jonah already said earlier, part of the Kansas City game plan this entire season has been uh, kind of ignoring the run, and even if it was a run situation, Kansas City's been passing it, and – uh, we already talked about the, the strength for the Bucks defense has been uh, the front and the run defense. I don't think Andy Reid's going to try anything new on that front. I think he knows, hey, that's their weakness. We're going to attack it. That's exactly what they did last time. And while Tampa might be playing from behind or at least like keeping it close, you know what we think. Um, Tampa can actually have a running game. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what the status of Rojo is, but Leonard Fournette has actually been pretty good this playoffs. And I, I think – They'll probably be the ones that lead rushing-wise, even if Kansas City is leading the game overall. But I, I quite frankly just can't think Tom Brady's going to outpass Patrick Mahomes, even in a negative game script. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's fair. That's that's yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Shit, I, yeah, I think I'm actually going to have to. I think I'm going to. I'm going to probably agree with you as well. Like I, I think that. Um, Mahomes, like, the, the way the offense is going to work is going to be through him, and it doesn't have to from Brady. Brady likes to hand the ball off, you know. Uh, they don't have as many trick fun plays, like, reverses with Tyree Hill or anything like that. But, I mean, you know, th- there will be times when Lenny, like you said, busts off some pretty big runs, and then I'll take away from Brady, I think. Um, but, Josh, what do you think? Um, Jonah. 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 Did I mess that up? Oh, God damn it, guys. All right, it's Jonah, always, go ahead. It'll always happen. It's fine. It's, it's going to happen a billion times. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm almost going to echo the exact same thing that Josh said. I mean, again, the Chiefs don't run the ball, frustratingly so. They never, they, they just don't, they don't want to. They do not want to run the ball. 
And I just think because of that and the fact that Tampa Bay actually does have some semblance of a running game and they choose to try to keep it balanced as much as possible. And basically the entire Chiefs offense runs through Mahomes unless it's like a freaking handoff to Tyreek or something. Yeah, I'm just going to say because of sheer volume purposes, I'll go with Mahomes. Yeah, my, I think we're all in agreement here. It, it, it makes sense, the most logical. And that's why Brady has plus 27, which isn't, I don't know if that's that many yards to really give for me to even consider. Like, would there be a point where, like, it's Brady plus 30, maybe 35, you consider the other way around? Uh, do, do you guys think that? Or what would have to be for you to take Brady is what I'm asking. I mean, if it was, if it was anyone other than Patrick Mahomes, I guess, then I guess that's more than reasonable. But what we've seen that it kind of doesn't matter what kind of, like, scheme or, you know, pass route that, you know, the, the Chiefs come up with. Somehow Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey goes up for 40, 50 yards almost every single play. It doesn't really matter what happens. So Wait, I, mean, it, mm-hmm. it, I, I would just think it have to be somewhere like above 50, to, just to be honest, just because of the, the Chiefs offense, Patrick Mahomes, and that's just that's their specialty. That's what they do. Damn, that's almost double. Yeah. All right. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, if that's what you think. Uh, Jonah, do you think the other way? Like, I mean, I think if it was like – 35-40, I'd probably had to think a little bit harder because at that point, I mean, I'm, like both these teams are explosive enough to get that much in one play. And, I mean, we've seen at times during the season and someone in the playoffs that, I mean, Tom Brady can throw the ball. He's been able to throw the ball deep. And, like, I mean, it wouldn't mm-hmm. surprise me if we got into somewhere where it's like Mahomes has 335 yards and... Brady has like 310. So like it could definitely happen. If if it gets to like 35-40, then I'd probably be a bit more hesitant about taking Holmes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think you're probably right at 35-40, you think more about it. But I think if it's at 40, I would take that almost no-brainer. Um personally, I, I I do I feel like like you said, like I don't know if Mahomes is gonna throw for like four hundred yards, and I can see Brady throwing for three fifty pretty easily. And, and like we said, gonna be a shootout. I I think Brady against a way weaker defense, like We'll probably get within 40, I think. 27, definitely not enough. 30, probably not 35. Yeah, 40 I'd take, I think. Um, yeah, I think I'd take Brady on that, especially with even, you know, pay with my money. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I think Mahomes will throw for more. I'll definitely say that. Um, I think it's way more likely he throws for more because he's going to, the entire offense is going to run through him. So, but yeah. All right. Um, moving on. Uh, who is the team to score first? Oh, God. No, the team to score first wins the game. So whoever scores first is going to win the game. And I find this interesting mostly because I have some logic to it, but you can take this any way you want. I think we're starting with Jonah first. I'm going to go with that. Jonah, you're going first. Um, you know, honestly, I'm just going to go no, because <laughs> I, I kind of have a fe- like, if it was score a touchdown first, maybe mm-hmm. differently, but the fact that like what one of these teams could go in the field and like do a, do a field goal, which I would not be shocked at all. If let's say Tampa Bay got the ball first, went down, got a field goal. And then the Chiefs went down and scored a touchdown. I still got the Chiefs winning it. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think one of these teams could get a field goal first and the other team could just score a touchdown and just kind of keep the lead from there. So, yeah, I'll go no. Okay, okay. That's that's fair. There's, like, a billion ways you can take this. So I, it's hard to, yeah, say, say whether I agree or disagree because, I mean, I, I got a little bit of different logic with this one. Um, but, Josh, what do you think? Uh, I would just say I uh, hope for Tampa's sake they probably don't want to score first. I know that doesn't really sound like uh, the best kind of strategy <laughs> or anything, but – uh, teams that have scored versus against Kansas City in playoffs. Uh, well, Kansas City won the Super Bowl, and here they are again. So I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I just I don't really know where to really take this. I'm just going to say no, I like Jonah, because like uh, both these teams are going to score each other, and this kind of just going to be a toss up. And uh, we even saw the last Super Bowl. Did, didn't San Francisco, uh, San Francisco score first last time? 
Yeah, they, did. Right. I know sure. they were up yeah. big in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, so no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm also going with no. I think Tampa Bay is way more likely to score first, although it can depend on the coin toss, really, who gets the ball first, right? But I, mm-hmm. I, I think Tampa Bay most likely scores first or is winning it first because I think Kansas City is kind of a slow starter, like I mentioned a little bit before. They can be streaky for sure, so like maybe they'll start out really hot and then not not be as well later. But I, I think Tampa Bay is most likely to score first, be consistent throughout most of the game, and I think they're not going to win, so I like no for that one. Um, but I feel like if you bet this one, you're just like either yes or no, you're just locked in whoever scores first, which is kind of fun. Um, <laughs> In a, in a weird kind of, you know, I don't want to bet all my money on it, but if I got, like, five bucks on it, like, it'd be kind of fun. Um, but, yeah. Um, all right, cool. Do you guys think there'll be any scoreless quarter? Yes is plus 550, and no is minus 1,000. So, um, this really, you know, it, it's it's begging, it's begging, you know, you to be like, hey, you uh, you got to take yes, or why are you even betting on this one? So, I know I kind of third at you guys like that, but, Josh, why don't you go first on this uh, one? Look, um, these are two... Very capable offenses. I think this is just obvious. No, like, yeah, like you said, why even like, really taking this bet if you're not going to pick yes? So yeah, I'm just gonna. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not bet. <laughs> uh, now, point. if it was yeah. like, does any team, like just individual team, have a scoreless quarter? I think that makes it more interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Uh, I definitely do. Um, shoot. Uh, I, I, I. So I'm gonna take. So I feel like I. I'm gonna go with actually. The reason I put this on here is I'm thinking about betting all of these, right? So I'm actually going to go with a yes on this one uh, and take take the 550 plus because uh, I think I've said it a billion times. Kansas City's streaky. Um, we I'm not really sure if there will be a time when they score. And I could see a third quarter maybe or a first quarter that's kind of like, you know, it's been two weeks. You know, stuff's going on. Mahomes maybe still a little bit hurt. They're missing one of their guys and Tampa Bay just doesn't get it right because Brady is old. It's entirely possible we see something happen where no one has scored. I mean, we've seen Brady Super Bowls where there's been a, a scoreless quarter, right? Not that re- not that long ago. Obviously, they had a way better defense, I would say, with New England uh, when they played the Rams. But still, I mean, it's uh, I, I feel like we better not I get a thirteen to three game. <laughs> no, I hope, you, I, don't, I hope we don't either. But I mean, we could see something like that. It's definitely been it's been it's possible. Um, and I'm I'm not saying to put a lot of money on this like I would some of these other ones possibly. But dude, I'm I, I could put like a few bucks on plus five fifty for a yes, and I wouldn't feel that bad when I win a bunch of money. You know, I would say that Kansas City didn't score yeah. in the first quarter of the Bills game. So I mean, that's a much worse defense than what Tampa has. So I mean, I guess yeah, possible. Yeah. That's just how I feel. Shoot, did, one of you didn't answer, and now I forget which one. Was it Josh? It was Jonah. Jonah? <laughs> I, I am all wrong. Jonah, did you did, You didn't answer? <laughs> give, me, give me what you got. Shoot. All right, so mine is actually an adamant yes, and my only reasoning behind it is because of a pattern. Super Bowl 51, we had a scoreless quarter. 52, we did not. 53, we did. 54, we did not. It's 55, I'm saying we do. Keep the pattern that's, going. That's the content I'm here for. I'm very excited for that. Now I'm definitely, I might even put, Six dollars on this one. Normally, more than Ooh. I might do it, dude. I might do it. I got a lot of money to blow, so oh, I might do it. Oh man. Okay. All right. Um, will there be a score? Next one. Will uh, okay. It just says score in the final two minutes of the first half. I hate how they word some of these betting things. It just doesn't make sense grammatically. But will there be a team to score in the final two minutes of the first half? Yes is minus four ten, and no is plus uh two ninety. Um, so I'm start. We're starting with Jonah now, so I don't forget you. All right, so I'm going to go yes, um, just because of the way that I kind of imagine the game going. I feel like there's going to be a late score to put the team that eventually wins on top, um, probably from like a tie game, and they just put it away sort of late. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll go yes. Okay, sound good. Josh, what do you think? No, I'm just going to go different here. I'm just going to say no. Um, don't really have any kind of like logic behind it. I'm just like, 
You know, it's, I just don't feel like it, I guess. Maybe Kansas City gets the ball, you know, right before the, the end of the half and they decide to just uh, kneel it down. So I guess I'm just going to bang off of that. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think I'm also going no on this one. And uh, again, these are a lot of bets. You know, looking over this, kind of just feel like, especially prop bets, it's just kind of like, hey, how do you feel about this one? Like, and there's empiricism you can use, but like, this is more of a like, how's your gut doing, dude? Are you feeling lucky, kid? So <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling a little lucky for this one too. I'm gonna go no. I think there are more outcomes that lead. I mean, this game will be close, I think, which, you know, you know, tilts a little bit towards yes. But I think that there are a lot of outcomes where the field position isn't right, there's a turnover, there's, you know, any any kind of negative game script in the last two minutes can be can be pretty bad. But there also could be a team driving for, like, five minutes, and they're in the red zone the entirety of the second uh, final two minutes, and they just kick a field goal, and that's it. That's definitely likely. And with these two teams being as good as they are, possible. Um, but I think I'm going no. I like the money 290 anyway, and this is kind of a toss-up and weird game scripty thing. Try not to game script too hard, but yeah, I think we're just taking the money on this one, you know? Take the plus 290. Um, and, and, you know, not too many logic outside of that. But anyway, let's go for the highest scoring quarter. Combined points. Over 20 and a half points, which is minus 165, or under 20 and a half points, which is plus 130. That is, I think, a pretty big distinction there, considering what it is. 20 and a half points, you know, that's basically three touchdowns, right? Can't be Field goals all the way, right? Uh, it could be three field goals and two touchdowns, but that's pretty unlikely. But um, uh, Josh, what what do you think about this one? How you feeling? How's your game script looking? Um, you know, I'm kind of thinking that Kansas City gets off hot early, so I guess I'm going to decide whether or not it's going to be the first and second quarter. Kansas City was the best team in the first half of the entire NFL. Uh, it was kind of just a matter of, well, was it going to be the first quarter or the second quarter? So I'm going to go with uh, Andy Reid comes in with a, a hot script. Uh, with a week off, you know, every, everyone's fa- favorite set is Andy Rudolph off the bye. So I go first quarter is going to be the highest scoring. True. A- Andy Rudolph the bye is pretty good. Um, <laughs> that is that is pretty fair. Uh, all right, Jonah, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go over as well for highest scoring quarter. And I'm going to say the second quarter. Um, I think that we surprisingly see these teams start off kind of slow just because in a lot of recent Super Bowls where there's these high octane offenses, there's really not like an explosion of offense in the first quarter. And I think we're going to kind of see similar. So I think the second quarter is when both teams kind of start to ramp it up and really start to get the drives going. So I'll say, I'll take the over and I'll say it's in the second quarter. Okay. Yeah, cool. That works. Um, Cause I'm also going over as well, guys. I think Kansas City, like I've said a billion times, they're a pretty boomer bust team. I can see them scoring 14 points pretty easily. And you know, a- any way that, Tom Brady scores a touchdown, it'll be pretty easy. Like, we could also see, theoretically, and this isn't, like, a huge thing, but, like, theoretically, you could see, like, you know, a, a touchdown score, like, right before the second half, and then just two more the rest of the way. Like, that's that's pretty easy to do. Um, and we got the whole time to do it. Um, and I guess that's why the over is minus 165. But uh, I thought maybe the plus 130 could entice someone, but I guess you guys are too strong-willed. It's good to know. <laughs> uh, um, um, all right, the next one. Uh, we only got a few more, and we can just run through these kind of fast. Uh, we're at like an hour. All right. Um, so the next one is: Will both teams have the lead in the second half? Yes, is plus one forty, and no, is minus one eighty. Um, who we start with this time? Uh, jo- Jonah. Jonah. Yeah, you go first. All right, I'm gonna say yes. Um, and I think it's not gonna be like a large advantage on either side in terms of what their lead is. But again, I still have this high scoring. I have this as close and coming down to the wire. So given to my game script and how I have this predicting, it would not surprise me if, you know, we have a couple lead changes in the second half. So I'll go yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, cool. That that works for me. Um, shoot. All right, Josh. 
I also agree. I do. I think Kansas City is going to go in leading into halftime, and then uh, Tampa will come back and have a strong third quarter. So I, I do think they take a lead in the third quarter. I mean, I don't have them winning, but uh, as far as like both teams having leads, yeah, I think that will happen. Yeah, I, it's definitely a. It's weird. I think it's weird that yes is plus one forty. I feel like that 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 is odd. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, right. I, I, I think maybe just they're expecting Kansas City to keep the lead for the entire time. Maybe that's, like, the idea. But I thought these odds would be a lot closer, right? Why, why even bother taking no at 180, you know? It just mm-hmm. feels feels weird. Unless they think it's going to be a blow and they have information we don't have, which I don't think it's going to happen, but, ugh, okay. Um, also, like, it, it's going to happen where Brady is going to take the lead at some point if he's not already winning. Like, I, I refuse to believe that Brady won't have a second-half lead in this game. I just refuse to believe that, so <laughs> I, I gotta go with yes. You know, I, I mean, really, though, like, it's a it's a Super Bowl, it's Brady, he's got a good team behind him, he's got one of the best receiving groups he's had since Randy Moss. Like, I, I, I just, I, yeah, I, I refuse to believe that, so. Um, and I think Kansas City's likely to win, so it's gotta be a yes for me. All right, what will happen first for Kansas City? Either score points or punt. Score points is minus 120, and punt is 105. And I think you guys pretty much know where I'm gonna take this one, because I think it's definitely gonna be a punt. But, um, Joni, you start us off. Yeah, I'm going punt. I think, yeah, I, I mean, we've seen Chiefs recently come off kind of slow in the first quarter. We saw it in the Bills game. So, yeah, I'll say punt. Cool. Josh? All right, well, I guess I'm just going to go in against the grain then. I need to go down and get points. Yeah, I mean, it's any points, right? It could be a field goal. It could be anything. Um, yeah, exactly. I, I kind of feel like Kansas City is, like, primed for this Tampa defense because, I mean, once again, that pass defense is not there. That's what Kansas City thrives on. And I kind of feel like, there's not going to be a lot of punts in this game. And uh, either way, I think Kansas City is going to end up getting a lot of points, whether or not it is, if they get a touchdown is going to be the question. Uh, I think they're guaranteed almost field goals on almost every drive. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. That, that, that's fine. I just, What's I, the I'm also for punts on this game. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't put that one in. That's a, that's a good one. You got to be able to bet that somewhere. There's, you can bet any degenerate thing on these websites. So pretty great. Um, because uh, I know, because I'm putting most of my money towards it. I think I don't know if I said it before we got on, but I think I'm putting like probably like a hundred bucks on this game. Just just right throughout bets. Very very exciting, um, and that's a lot for me. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah. All right. So, um, what will happen for Tampa Bay first? Either score points or punt. Same thing, except this time score points and punt are both minus one fifteen. I feel like I know where the bookies are leaning on this one. You know, just rereading this stuff now. But uh, Josh, do you do you maybe you know do you change it up? They get a punt first. I am going to change it up. Um, I think Tampa Bay is going to be the one that comes out slow. And, yeah, punt. And just because yeah. of the fact that Tom Brady's been, like, kind of hitting this, I think uh, while Tampa might score a lot, I don't think it's going to be in the first drive. I think it's going to take them a second to get in this weekend thing. That's why I think they're going to be better in the third quarter in the second half. So, yeah, I'm going to take right. punt. Yeah, we're going to take punt, too? Okay. All right, cool. Um, I'm probably going to take punt as well. Uh, I, I think that's just more way more likely outcomes go into punt rather than score points but i mean you know this this is either or right like if an interception or a turnover happens doesn't count for either so there are ways for like right. this to go around right it doesn't have to be the first drive but still i mean it's interesting um i still think they punt yeah uh the next one is who will catch pass first either godwin at minus 135 or evans plus 105 um jonah you start so this one makes a lot of sense to be godwin just yeah. because of his role in the offense and we've seen at times where Evans will have like two catches and they're both touchdowns. Like he's yes. such a red zone threat, but it seems yeah. to get down the field unless it's like a deep ball. He's not really utilized. So mm-hmm. I think in terms of catching a first pass, whether it's a slant and out or something simple like that, I think Godwin makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 
Okay. All right, Josh. For a hundred percent, the exact same reasoning that Godwin. I'm I'm just enticed a little bit by the difference in minus one thirty five to one hundred five. I, I feel like it could go. I mean, I know we've seen games right where just, I think it was like three catches and two touchdowns versus like New Orleans or something like that. Like there there were games like that for sure. Um, I just I feel like it, games like this can go anywhere, any which way, any point. Things will break down. Things will be weird. I don't think Arrogance really scripts a lot of stuff. Uh, am I making that up? Does he script like plays usually? I don't think he does. Right, guys. Or am I? I am think I just he does. Actually. My ass? Does he actually? I think so. Oh God. I feel like this this 100% changes it. Because if you script stuff, I, I believe Godwin. If he doesn't, I feel like Evans, because I'll just take the plus on that. Oh, man. I'll have to look that. I'll have to look more into that. But either way, I think I'm going on Evans just for the points right now. But if if, if we do see, like, Arians does script a lot of stuff, then I'll probably switch to Godwin, because he's going to run like a slant and catch a ball easy, like you guys are saying. So definitely fair. Um, all right, the next one. Will Chris Jones get a sack? Yes is plus 150. No is minus 195. Um, Josh, you start. I'm going to go with no. Um, I mean, I just start off like before saying that I do think the the pass rush for the Kansas City can get to, to Brady. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it, he's been pretty good of not getting sacked and you know getting the ball off really quickly. Uh, I just think they'll, they'll pressure him a lot. And Chris Jones, I think he's faced easier O lines of recently, uh, going <laughs> back from, from Buffalo, Cleveland, even Atlanta. Mm. And Cleveland, I would disagree back. a little bit, but sure, sure. Well, yeah, but he's only had one sack since uh, mid December, so I don't think that changes. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, yeah, like Jonah, what do you think? Yeah, I'm also going to go no. I think he probably, I mean, let, let's look at this legitimately. I mean, the, the the O-line is going to make a focal point in stopping Chris Jones, and I think he's going to get a lot of disruption. But even in general, it's kind of hard for, like, tackles like him to really be able to get sacks. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, like, defensive tackles is not as common as, like, a defensive end. And they don't really move Chris Jones around that much. He's usually just that enforcer down the middle. And he does a really good job of doing that. And I'm sure he's going to disrupt some plays, probably get some tackles for loss. But in terms of getting a sack, I'll say no. Yeah, I, I do feel like for, for these sack questions, like you, you could have a really good game and be disruptive and get a lot of pressures, but just not get a sack. Like, mm-hmm. And these guys are, you know, we're going to talk about Barrett next. Like these are both very good players. Um, and I think they'll have good games, but like, yeah, getting a sack is a whole nother thing. But I will say uh, for Chris Jones, you know, uh, the possible yes side, I'm going to take no, like you guys did for sure. Um, uh, not for sure, but I'm going to take no, I think. But pressure up the middle against a guy like Brady, who is immobile, is, you know, almost guaranteed to sack or something bad to happen. So pressure up the middle has got to be pretty clutch for Brady. And I, I think you're right that the offensive line will definitely focus on him as a focal point for this, you know, the offensive line dealing with stuff. And they've got a great offensive line. We mentioned that before. Um, so, I, I, But I do think if he's able to get away, get any kind of pressure up the middle is going to be highly disruptive. Um, and, and possibly to a sack because Brady can't move. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think I'm on no for that one. The next one is Shaq, Shaq Barrett to record a sack. Like I alluded to, yes is plus 115, and no is minus 145. And I'm going to do this one first because I have the strongest feeling about most of these, and I'm going to go with no. There are so many other guys who can get sacks besides Shaq Barrett, and I don't expect them to sack Mahomes more than like two or three times. I I really don't expect that to happen with his mobility. Coming going to have two weeks of rest with such a good team behind him and you know the Super Bowl on the line, I, I, I don't think... He'll, he'll have more than three sacks. And there's going to be a billion guys who deserve to get sacks. Pierre Paul, Barrett, White, David, uh, Vita Vey. Like, all these guys can get sacks and just Shaq Barrett. Have a good game, like I said before, but just not get there. So that's how I feel. Going to go no on this one. Um, fuck, Josh, you, or Jonah, you go. Yeah, this one's kind of hard because, again, like, there's so many different ways that the Buccaneers generate pressure between their linebackers, their defensive front, and... I mean, there's no, it would not surprise me at all if they do some sort of stun up front 
and Barrett ends up just completely like alone rushing the passer, and it's just like a it's a breakdown in terms of the O line. Mm-hmm. I would also wouldn't be surprised if it was one of those where he is closest to the like the sideline and pushes Mahomes out, and that counts as <laughs> a sack, like something dumb like that. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah. given that, like you said, there's a lot of different ones, and because Mahomes, he should be healthier. He's got exceedingly mobile. He's very very mobile, and. We've seen times where he'll make some crazy wizardry plays, break out of sacks, and he'll gain like 5, 10, 15 yards rushing. So I'll right. say due to that mobility, I'll say no. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, we've got the retort from Josh, who I feel like oh. is going to agree, disagree. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to disagree. Ooh, okay. Hit me. And uh, at first, at first glance, I was like, you know what? I was kind of agreeing with like, what you were saying, Jesse, about there's just plenty of players that, you know, that – Tampa has, and they could really get a sack and record a sack. And uh, Mahomes is mobile and all. Uh, I think the factor of the O-line being an issue, and I'm going to go with a trend. You know, Jonah brought up a trend earlier. Uh, when Zach Barrett has actually recorded sacks this season, they've came in back-to-back games, and only in sets of two. Now, he had a streak recently where he didn't have a sack, but then against Green Bay, he put up three. So if we're going against trends and this season, he does have back-to-back games of sack. So this will be the second game, and I think it will happen. Oh, all right, man. Okay. Well, I said my piece, um, and I don't want to refute that because that seems like good logic and way better with actual empiricism. But anyway, the final question I've got for these picks is the most important one. We're all going to say our answer at the same time. Are you guys ready? Actually, no, not ready because I actually had a note about this. <laughs> no, we're doing the coin toss. We're doing the coin uh, toss result. Do you think it's going to be heads or tails? We're going to answer on three. On three. You guys ready? Ready. All right. Okay. On three. Ready. One. Two, three, heads. Tails. Tails. You guys are the fucking worst. Get off my show. Get the fuck <laughs> off my show, you piece of shit. Unbelievable. That's some weak-ass shit, guys. I'm putting 50 on heads, and it's going to nail, dude. I'm going to get 50 bucks from that. Oh, it is, if it wasn't like tail. tails so often, then, then yeah. Mm, the odds are even, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I just mean, so like, sure. of recent, it's been tails no, more I, often. I yeah, no, I got you, I got you. Is that is that in Super Bowls? Is that actually true, or just, like, in the games, or? I know, overall, uh, Heads has, like, the, the, the over, like, uh, more, I guess, being called, I guess. But Ooh. if we're talking about the last 10 years, it's Tails. Oh, my God. All right. That's that's degeneracy. Disgusting. Um, <laughs> running, we're ending the show. It's over. We're ending the show. Oh, but well, you know, uh, we have all the questions. One, What's up? Who do you think wins to coin toss? Oh, who do you think wins that going tossed? Ooh. I'm going Buccaneers because I just feel like Brady's got some kind of weird wizard magic luck to be 43 and playing the fucking Super Bowl right now. So, yep. go, go on the Bucks. I'm going Bucks as well. Feel that. I'm going to go with Bucks as well, too. <laughs> all right. Wow. We are all in the last well, one. That I was wanted to bring up this, one. and that was because the winner of the coin toss hasn't won since Seattle beat uh, Denver. Oh, and that, that game, that huge game that was my favorite game of all time? Yeah, so it's been quite some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. And I don't say that facetiously. I really like that Super Bowl. That was one of my favorite Super Bowls, not going to lie. Um, I can give you a guess as to why. I'm curious what you guys think, why you think that. I, I'm, I don't have a guess. No guesses. Peyton Manning get destroyed? Yeah, Peyton Manning fucking sucks. Fuck that oh. guy. So happy he got destroyed. <laughs> that was so, I was so excited. My friends were like, let's turn off this. This is bullshit. I don't want to watch this game anymore. We were in college and like, it was just like the game is over. I'm like, no, we must watch every aching moment of Peyton Manning losing and being terrible. <laughs> I was very, very happy. Very, very happy. I don't um, blame you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, like, but okay, this, this yeah. game gets out of hand. Tom Brady yeah. looks bad. I just want to like you know wallow in it because not only is it Tom Brady, oh, yeah. it's the Bucks, and I just I really want to see the Bucks lose. Like, please, for the love of God, don't have the fucking Buccaneers <laughs> is, win the game. 
that is fair. I, I I totally get that. Do you do you think that if Brady like loses, he'll retire, or if he wins, he'll retire? Or do you think it matters at all? I, think I don't no think ma- it matters. I think he's returning. Yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. no matter what happens, he's coming back. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, he's got the two year deal anyway, right? He says he wants to play on forty five. I don't think that happens. I think I think he's at least around next year, and I think that'll probably be it though. Um, but I mean, who knows? I didn't expect him to go anywhere after the season, but anyway, that's all I've got. Um, so guys, you want to plug your stuff or say anything after go ahead. All right. Well, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at JJ talks pod. Uh, we do have a podcast. If you didn't know, uh, we <laughs> upload on Spotify, Apple podcast, you know, wherever all the, the podcasts get up, uploaded at, but yeah, mainly Spotify and Apple. Cool. Awesome. Um, yeah, if you guys didn't know they had a podcast, that would be very surprising if listening to mine, not listening to theirs. So please go check them out. Super fun. I was on their show this week, which hasn't come out yet, or it'll come out by the time. Oh, I'm... yeah, it actually has. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, it'll it'll, it'll be out. Yeah, so it's out. Um, I've, I think I I think I retweeted this morning, right? Yeah, so it's definitely out. Yep. Um, but yeah, definitely go check that out. It's super fun. I had a good time, and we do the quarterback stuff, because uh, quarterback carousel stuff, that's what it was. Uh, super uh-huh. fun. So yeah, definitely check that out, guys. You should be listening to their podcast if you're listening to mine, uh, for sure. Uh, but all right, thanks for uh, coming on, guys. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having us. I love coming on. Yeah, I, I, I mean, obviously, my show's amazing, right? So you got to come on. Um, <laughs> all right, <laughs> we're ending the show now. Thanks for listening to the Bacon Games Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at BGF Sports. And be sure to tune in next time.